Welcome to the Recon Podcast. In today's episode, Scully and I sit down with Adam Lewis from Hot Octopus to talk about our favorite sex toys during quarantine, the history and future of sex tech, and much, much more. Please enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Recon Podcast. And today we are talking about sex tech, which is something that I'm really excited to learn more about. If I'm being honest, given the current situation that we're in, um, lockdowns across the world, across the country, um, COVID-19 ruining sex for everyone. Um, And today I'm joined by the lovely Scully. Scully, Matt, I realised that we have never done a podcast together, actually. I think there's a reason for that. (laughs) (laughs) Is it because you secretly hate me? No, it's because we talk too much. (laughs) Fair. Um, So... I'm very happy that we're talking about sex sex together. Yeah, I felt like too. there was no other person that would be. I feel like you're I feel like you've got a lot of sex toys in your arsenal. Well, I'm, we during lockdown, I spent a lot of time organizing my flat and one of the things I got to organize was my sex toys and they're now all fit they now all fit in um I'd like an antique chest that James's grandmother <laughs> gave us. <laughs> Well, <laughs> of course so, you have an antique chest for your toys. From, You're s- such a stupid bitch. From days of yore. <laughs> mm. um, but like, it's a nice, decent size. And I um, I bought this to show you sort of mm. roughly the size. Okay, I mean, so, it, so, what, <laughs> so what you so can't that see size. is that Matt is carried <laughs> in to shot into the camera with two hands, a massive, massive dildo. And th- that's chunky. Some, so someone gave me this as a as a joke present, obviously. Um, and uh, because there was a story, like years and years ago, I dated a guy and he had something very similar. And I thought, I genuinely thought it was a novelty doorstop. And like, there was this kind of a bit of this like standoff where he thought I knew what it was and he, he that he used it. And he, and I genuinely thought it was a doorstop. Wow. And uh yeah, and how I don't, naive I was. I don't but want yeah, that. This, this does is just used as a doorstop. That like, is weighty. That's very. I can see that it's weighty. But it fits in this beautiful chest. In Lovely. A way. Well, look, um, sex tech is really important during this present time because, as I said, lockdowns and people navigating their sex lives very creatively and very differently nowadays because you know we're not allowed to touch each other or to come into contact with each other really. So. And I think on Recon, we've definitely seen the shift towards more people kind of being interested in sex toys or trying to figure out how they play on their own or how they kind of play in a couple, but kind of at a distance. Um, so, I mean, from my own self, well, seeming that you cleared <laughs> cleared up your sex toy collection, I, I <laughs> have to say that I am not... A massive sex toy person. I enjoy using them on other people, but I wouldn't say that I have a collection. So I invested in some butt plugs during lockdown um, and a dildo. And I mean, I suppose they're not really sex toys, but I always have a selection of cock rings. I feel like cock rings aren't really toys, but they're more like just accoutrement. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very Rather nice. than it being like, yeah, just like, just a little something to get the. Th- party started i always say like uh, a full sex toy i always say james is my favorite fleshlight (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure that James really loves that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but for people that don't know, I mean, maybe it's obvious or maybe it's not. Sex tech obviously means sex technology. So um, I think that it would only be right to bring in someone who has some knowledge, expertise, and maybe even a business <laughs> related to this industry. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, please welcome Adam Lewis, co-founder and CEO of Hot Octopus. Sandy, thank you very much for that very eloquent uh, introduction. And yes, this is a subject I am most au fait with. So I'm really looking forward to the podcast today uh, and sharing some of my stories, some of my experiences and uh, wising your listeners a little bit to the the topic of sex tech. I mean, our listeners are very au fait with um, shoving stuff up themselves. (laughs) So can you tell us, first of all, like, how did you end up creating such a company, Hot Octopus? Well, um, you know, what they say is do what you love. Um, <laughs> and that's exactly what I have done. So the, the premise was personal need, right? Um, so it all came about with, 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 uh, with, with uh, something I'd been, been playing with uh, for a long time. Um, lots of puns you could uh, follow that one up with. I know, um, there, there's but, so many that I want to say, but we'll so add in good, post. There, there is a good story to this. So um, I discovered the joys of frenulum stimulation at the young age of about five. And if anyone knows where the frenulum is, it's, it's that sort of banjo string type uh, part of just below below the, uh, the tip of your penis on uh, the gland um, and it's called the frenulum and I first discovered the joys of frenulum when I was about five six years old swimming my grandparents swimming pool and uh, I brushed past a hot water jet you know that come out the side and whoo wow that was nice uh, anyway that was the next four years me stuck to the side of my grandparents swimming pool every time we were over there <laughs> And yeah, I, I shit you not. It was uh, that's how I, I discovered it. And uh, you know, those hot water jets against that part of my penis was an amazing experience. Um, and this was something that 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 never really left me as I was kind of going getting older, going into my teens. What I would do is uh, I would um, I would find conventional sex toys and then I would adapt them and strap them to my dick. So, I mean, a perfect example would be, you know, the old fashioned vibrating egg where you've got a little control mm. unit and then there's a cord and that goes to an egg. Well, I learned that if I get some kind of strapping mechanism, which I kind of uh, uh, invented or or made out of different kind of household objects, if I strap that on, turn that old bullet on, it was amazing. Um, and wow. I really loved vibrations and I loved frenulum stimulation. And yes, I did the old age, old up and down motion with good old righty. And that was nice too. Um, but, <laughs> you know, this sort of, sort of um, stimulation through vibrations on the frenulum um, was amazing. And that was my, that was my thing. You know, I used, used to really, really enjoy that. So it got to a, got, got to a point where like, do you know what? These homemade devices are ridiculous. You know, I've got to go out there and buy myself a proper made sex toy that, that does this kind of thing. And to my complete amazement, I was on all the different online stores and nothing existed. Everything was phallic. Everything was looking to mm. to rep- replicate, you know, human interaction, the up and down motion. There would be, you know, fake vaginas, you know, fleshlight type type objects, um, everything phallic, everything very manual and everything based on the stroking. And I kind of thought to myself, oh, wow, you know. You know, I must be a complete pervert because obviously if this <laughs> stuff doesn't exist, there's no there's no need for it. You know, this is some serious kink that I'm getting into. 
And then I thought to myself, well, hold on, this is ridiculous. You know, there's, there's billions of guys out there. Surely, if I like frenulum stimulation, you know, there's going to be a big chunk of guys out there who are also going to enjoy that. Yeah. And then they kind of put two and two together and thought, well, hold on. If I can invent a really good toy that does what I enjoy, this vibration, frenulum stimulation, you know, I can have a hit on my hands. And that's where it began. Um, you know, the idea... I had the idea for a while, but it took, let's just say, you know, 5 five a.m. after a big house party where I couldn't sleep for me to make the decision that this was a really great idea. <laughs> where, when, the time where all great decisions right? are made. All great decisions. You know, you're in a room, there's everyone's left, you can't sleep, yeah, your mind's going mad. Uh, and I thought, right, that's it. I'm going to write a business plan, business plan being back of a fag packet at that stage. Uh, and that's how it began. That was, you know, I decided, right, I was going to, to make do this project. And it was always, look, when I started this, it was always a ridiculous idea. I knew that. And it was always that I would start this project on the pretense that sooner or later I would hit a brick wall and it'd be very clear why no one else had done this kind of toy. Um, and I kind of went into it uh, with the with the fact I was going to do it until I was proven that it, that it was silly. But, you know, uh, after sort of, um, uh, I call them gates, where, you know, you go to a design agency, it seems a good idea. And then the next thing, and, and you know, every time we kind of got to a yes, no decision, it was a it was a yes. Wow. Um, to the point that, uh, you know, you pass the point of no return where you've invested and this is a good idea and this is what you're going to do. And I quit my job and I ended up doing this full time. And uh, the invention was Pulse, the world's first vibrator. Um, and there's more backstory to this. I'm now jumping, uh, you know, quite, quite a bit forward. And it turns out to be a global success. And that global success allowed allowed me to to build a brand around sex toys that went beyond just that initial product idea, but sort of started a whole you know range of these products and you know and also to found a, a sex toy company that that looked and did things a little bit different i can't i can't tell you how jealous i am that you actually you know all the good ideas that i've had in my messy states and i've never written them down i always think to myself the next day oh fuck i should have written that down well often <laughs> often in my experience the next day that idea didn't seem quite so good as it did the previous <laughs> evening uh, but this one did this one stuck I tell you what, that's the Dragon Den episode I would have tuned in for. <laughs> like, <laughs> and do you know what? To this day, I kind of think, should we have done a Dragon's Den? Because it would have made a good episode. And, you know, I know we would have got the investment. Not that we needed it, that was the point. But, you know, it would have been a fun exercise. Do you, uh, is there certain sort of areas or countries that sort of... Um sort of really um, take to like sex tech more than more so than others? Yes. Um, I mean, a, a really interesting fact, because, um, you know, you know, it's, the company grows so quickly and, and I'm always catching up to where we are. And this really partly is due because we don't have offices. So, you know, you just don't see the staff and the, the infrastructure growing. But it was only a couple of weeks ago I, I did a Google Analytics. So who looked on our, our website um, in the last week? And we had 97 percent of the world countries look at look at the site it was only a few countries wow. in, in middle africa and i think greenland that hadn't so um you know it, it's amazing what what sort of interest the brand has 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 drawn over the years but it's global i wouldn't say global appeal that might be a little bit big-headed but certainly global interest in in, in the product but yes look, <laughs> sex tech it, it seems to be the more developed nation so obviously the us are really into it the northern states of europe um you know the, the slightly more affluent um mm. 
countries. So you know, in Europe, for example, southern Italy, less so. Southern Europe as a whole uh, are less than the northern northern states. Um, also, you know, the Far East, you've got places like Japan and China that are, uh, and Taiwan and Korea that are really kind of uh, developed in that sense. Um, yeah, again, you know, places like Greenland, South America, less so. So I think it's 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 to do with the kind of development of of of, of, the, of the country to generally how much they're into sort of the sex tech aspect. And also, you know, these toys relatively are not cheap. So also you're looking at, you know, what 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 do you, what the kind of um, disposable income different countries, people within different countries have. And again, you know, the more affluent countries tend to be more into these types of products because they have more money to spend. It's a, it's a kind of a simple economic uh, um, calculation in that respect. So when the term sex tech, sex technology, for me, it kind of makes me... It, I just think gadgets and I think pushing buttons in order to create stimulation, right? So where does Hot Octopus and, you know, the brand kind of fit into the whole sex tech industry? Like, where do you position yourselves? Because you kind of mentioned a little bit about obviously pulse technology and the vibrator and stuff like that. But like from looking at your website, it, it feels like you've got a lot of background in a kind of more medical and scientific approach to, to sex in a sense. So is that kind of where you're at? Yeah. So, I mean, there's two things. There's one, our heritage and where we've come from and why we, we you know, sex tech wasn't something that we, we we contrived to get into. It was at the root of what the company was based around. And, and I'll explain a little bit in, in the backstory. But then there's also sex tech can be seen in, in, you know, it means slightly different things to different people. For Hot Octopus, it's very much the 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 the, the sensation that sex tech can create. So creating a feeling through technology. And I think that's opposed to, for example, using apps to control devices or, or, or looking at long distance relationships and using toys that use technology in order to bridge that gap, which is also sex tech. But for us at the heart, it's always been of creating stimulation through interesting use of technology. Um, and that's always been kind of at the basis. And, and yes, we're growing, we're doing an interactive toy that uses that, but it's still, it's, it's, it's really that, that, that sensation created through the use of technology that really underpins kind of what, who we are. Um, and a little bit about the backstory. So when I when I came up with this idea to use, uh, you know, vibrations to stimulate uh, uh, the penis, the frenulum, and I started this 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 journey to to turn this crazy idea of a you know vibrating egg and a homemade strap into some amazing consumer product. Um, I was uh, for me, there was always an amazement that I was the first human being to 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 recognize that vibration and penises were great together. And for me, that always baffled me. <laughs> How did people not realize that? Right? But when I was looking at what toys were available, it was all phallic. It was all very much using, shall we say, manual labor to achieve mm. the goal. So, so, <laughs> and you just didn't want to put in the work. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't. Absolutely. So, so the use of kind of vibrations, and, and I guess you know, I was still thinking, how can I be the only one that's thought of this? So, obviously, you know, uh, I started researching and trying to find anyone out there that had made this connection between vibrations and and penises, and it took a long time to find any connection. But I did one day, and it was a late night search, about eleven o'clock at night. I was on the internet, just trying all different search terms of vibration and penises, and I came across this medical report, and I was flicking through it, and suddenly. I saw this medical device and it was a medical vibrator designed for the penis. And I literally, I stopped in my tracks. This was exactly 
what I was looking to invent. And it was a toy that was used to help men with spinal cord injuries. So those those folks who, who yeah, wow. lost direct contact with, with their penises to make them ejaculate involuntarily. And the reason that they wanted to do that is because these folks who had spinal cord injuries and couldn't connect with their penises still wanted to have children. So it was to, to, to induce ejaculation so they could collect the semen and then go into some kind of fertility treatment. Um, but this toy did exactly what I wanted mine to do, and it used vibrations and certain frequencies and amplitude in a very techy, very scientific way to induce this ejaculation. And it was the the, the absolute blueprint for this toy that I wanted to invent. Um, so what, what what I did is is we approached this medical device company that that created this this very expensive toy. It was about a thousand dollars. Uh, a unit. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so really, really expensive. It, it was a proper piece of kit. Um, and we licensed the technology and they, and they, they, they went to a licensing deal with us. And what started off as, as, as uh, a vibrating egg with a homemade strap turned into pulse. Um, and of course, that technology came from, from, uh, from the medical device. Um, what was particularly pertinent of, of, of why we kind of went into the sex tech was because what's great about Pulse is it can be used completely flaccid. Uh, so without the need for an ah, erection. And okay. um, that, uh, that immediately allowed us to get into areas which inverted commas could be considered slightly more medical than perhaps uh, otherwise. And again, it, it wasn't our intentions, but um, um, it meant that that Pulse was particularly useful for, for, for folks who, who struggled with, 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 with getting an erection because you could use the product completely flaccid. In fact, you could achieve orgasm with Pulse with a completely flaccid penis, which obviously made it really suitable for, for anyone who suffers from, from erectile dysfunction, but also really suited for the older crowd, um, where obviously ED is something which is more common because of, you know, as you get older, things don't work so well, or just medication that that, that, that you tend to uh, uh, use as you're older, you know, makes things even more difficult. So that's kind of how our sex tech kind of went into, into the more sort of medical side of things. And that's where the medical he heritage you refer to comes from. Um, again, it wasn't, uh, wasn't, um, um, it wasn't, uh, what's the word? Not prescribed. It wasn't contrived. That's the word I'm looking for. But it was sort of something that when we released the product, we just got all of this attention from 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 the medical space around the product functioning so well with with the ED, with, with people with ED, and hence why we had a natural sort of uh, uh, entrance into the sort of more medical side of things. Um, what makes so? I think the only thing that I read about the pulse technology, which is different, is that it's not about stroking, it's about oscillating. What's the main difference with your technology? So it's completely counterintuitive to how we usually do it. So obviously, you know, we're used to stroking the up and down motion <clears throat> and how pulse works. It has a disc. So it's about the size of a 10p coin. And that disc goes up and down to create a tapping sensation. Uh, and that tapping sensation is what actually stimulates the penis. And until you've tried it, it's one of those things that you think, ah, oh, that can't work. It's just, it's it's so counterintuitive. But mm. as opposed to stroking, that tapping motion will, will get you off. It will make you hard if you're flaccid and it'll make you ejaculate um, all from this tapping. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it just moves up and down like in a piston type motion. And as it goes up, it taps against the penis, goes down and goes up and taps again. Uh, and it does that very, very quickly. And it uses something called amplitude, which is the distance that 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 piston goes up. So the higher it goes up, the higher the amplitude and the more powerful that tapping sensation feels. And the less, less it goes up, the more gentle the tapping sensation. And that's called technically amplitude. So what pulses, it's very high amplitude. So it's 
a really aggressive tapping sensation and it feels bloody amazing uh, and it gets you off so that's how pulse is so different to anything that's that's come before it I mean, I can imagine, well, I don't have to imagine because I've seen it on Twitter. Our, our, our audience, the Recon members, use toys and technology in such weird and wonderful ways <laughs> to kind of, you know, w- within their own kink lives and kink yeah. um, exploration that I think they would find this really interesting. But why do you think generally as like society kind of grows and wants to explore and move the boundaries as to where sex is why why has sex tech become so popular or even more like well yeah i suppose popular is the only way to to put it why has it become such a thing well it's it's i mean in the in in the penis space it it was it was something that was needed in order to kind of move it out of the stone age because until as i said until about 10 years ago all products were phallic included no technology and just worked on a basic stroking motion. So in order to elevate um, penis toys, from there we needed technology. So it was a simple evolution. Um, for the for the vulva market, for, for, for the female space, um, it, it was less kind of in, in, uh, sort of in, empirical from a kind of sensation perspective. That was more kind of used from a connectivity side of things. So you used to use remotes to, to remote control your toy or to connect your toy to an app or to connect your toy to, to a third party. And although all of the penis toys do, do this kind of thing, it was it, it was less important for the for the penis toys because it was much more about a way to create different sensations using technology. Whilst kind of for the vulva space, for the female toys, it was much more about how do we um, uh, increase the usage or, or way that you can use a toy. So sex tech has been absolutely uh, fundamental to to really um, moving, uh, closing the gender gap, I would say, certainly in the, in the sex toy space, where in the past there's been a million and really beautiful toys for for, for vulvas for females and, and really a very limited uh, 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 range of toys for, for us penis owners um, so it was absolutely really uh, instrumental to, to, to closing that gap technology um, plus you know technology is, is 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 part of everyday use you know if you look at um, technologies being being used uh, to, to, to move things forward in so many different areas I mean look at mr. Dyson and, and his vacuum cleaner and how he's used technology to take the old Hoover and turn this into a really techie device uh, I mean he's a great example of using technology to move you know conventional uh, products into a, a whole new realm um, and sex tech is is and, and sex toys have really uh, been a great beneficiary of technology. And this has been so many areas that it's really just elevated toys from, from, from just a toy to kind of a, an aspirational product. Uh, and who could say that 10 years about 10 years ago about sex toys, that they would become yeah. aspirational products. But they really have, especially within the kind of the, the male category, because there's some really cool toys out there. And whilst before it was a phallic, you know, wank device, now it's, uh, you know, it's a device that looks like it's a really cool piece of kit. And not just cool, looks cool, but the way it functions is, you know, kind of uh, makes your dick into a superhero. I One of the things that stuck out to me that Hogs was you guys really are gender inclusive. You make things for men, women. You talk about, you know, making stuff that's suitable for trans and non-binary people as well. And I, I just want to circle back to something that you mentioned about like kind of the sex toy market being more designed or maybe oversaturated for women. Um, and there weren't many choices for men. And now there seems to be a whole host of things that obviously you're part of and have spearheaded. I have a bit of a theory 
and tell me if this is wrong or right sure. about why there is such or why there was such a focus with um sex toys for women and i think it's maybe to do with the fact that this idea that the female orgasm is like super complicated and like it's almost like you need a code in order to like figure out and make a woman ejaculate and that and yeah that's what i i, I feel like it was almost like it's almost like they need they need extra stimulus in order to get to where they need to be. What, like do you, tool, what do you think? As opposed to a toy. Yeah. Like and it and that it was kind of like necessary in order for them to get to that point. You know what I mean? Oh, I was just gonna I was just gonna touch on the fact that that sort of that falls back back into the sort of the medical category, because I think like essentially electric electric pulses were used as like clitoral stimulation, I think around 1800, 1900s. And it was seen as um, as a way to treat women hysteria. And essentially it was that was really the only way a lot of women could in, uh, sort of have that sort of sexual satisfaction was like have to go to a doctor going, going, to, a, going to a male doctor to get um a, yeah essentially electro electric stimulation on your on yes. clitoris to release hysteria well yeah. that's so true and and sex toys were prescribed by doctors uh you know early part of the century uh, and they existed even 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 then um so that so certainly the perception of, of why a sex toy would be used for a, a, a vulva owner, for, for, for a woman, you know, it's very different for, for them for a man. So for, for a woman, it was very much about, you know, you know learning your body, experiences, orgasms, uh, and so forth. Uh, whilst for, you know, the penis owners, it was literally just a way to get off because you can't get a partner. So mm. I think there was always that perception. But there's, but there's you know, there's, there's two other things. Is one is, you know, one of the reasons there, 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 there was not much development in the penis space for, for sex toys is because, I mean, look, until 10 years ago, look at what was being created. You know, these are horrible looking devices. You know, these are sleeves, these are fake vaginas. This is not something anyone would A, want to associate themselves with. No one was gonna write or talk about it. Whilst if you looked at what the, what the vulva, the female toys looked like, you know, they were always pretty devices. They will always look nice, colourful, you know, um, and um, you know something that that, that 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 when you looked at them, you wouldn't feel ashamed of that. Like kind of cute as well, I suppose. Exactly. And until the last decade, that was not the case with penis toys. So it meant that no one wanted to talk about penis toys, let alone. You know, certainly from a marketing perspective. So that was one where, where, the, where the female market, because it was perceived differently, it was talked about differently, that there was just a much bigger market. You know, women were using toys because it provided pleasure. Men were using toys because that wasn't because they couldn't get a partner. Yeah. Um, and that was one reason. The second reason, it's, and it's all kind of aligned, is um, the big boom in female sex toys happened um, in the early 90s with Sex in the City. Where I was going to say, iconic, yeah. iconic scene of the rampant rabbit. Yes, and that really changed um, the perception of sex toys, certainly for the female market across the globe. It became cool. It became something people would talk about, and therefore the marketing of these products suddenly became a little bit more mainstream. And therefore, everyone was looking to produce more of these products because the market was growing significantly. This wasn't happening in in, in the penis space for for, for 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 male toys. So it was only in recent times where 
where, where penis toys started to look really cool and gadgety, um, that anyone was prepared to talk about them because it was no longer, as I said, some seedy guy trying to, you know, get one off because he can't get a partner to, you know, young people buying these aspirational cool gadgets because not only did they have cool tech and worked really well, but they looked really cool. And that suddenly meant that there was much more mainstream coverage and in which case the market was growing and therefore people suddenly wanted to make these products and therefore the, the offering to the penis, to, to, to the male space kind of grew. No, I remember that iconic scene and I do feel like that was probably my first real <laughs> knowledge of the fact yeah. that these things even existed. And I thought they were really only for women. Like, you know, the rampant rabbit was the only thing that I really remember and sex toy wise, and that's all I kind of know. Sorry, Scully, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, yeah, I mean, things like um, Sex and the Sea, I suppose were great at creating a narrative around sort of like, yeah, female sexuality and mm -hmm. sort of like, yeah, how people can, how can people can enjoy sex. And I think, yeah, there just really hasn't been that moment for men until so I guess the, and I think the idea of having it as a gadget means that men are probably more likely to indulge in it because men loves gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love and, a gadget. And it's, and it's, I love it's a gadget. The, the technology, the gadgetry that makes, that elevates it beyond just yeah. a sex toy. You know, mm. it's now, well, how does it work? Isn't it cool? Doesn't it look amazing? Rather than, you know, you put your dick in there and you pull a few times. So, you know, it is technology absolutely fundamental to having elevated uh, penis, penis toys, male toys. I think we've all kind of touched on about, um, maybe that there's a bit of a stigma attached to men having sex toys. And Scully, you mentioned that obviously, you know, there's not been really a narrative in the, in the bigger spectrum of a society, I suppose, about or empowering um, men to play more and increase their activity with sex toys and having it on their own. Um, but I kind of wonder as well, is there a difference between gay men having sex toys and straight men having sex toys? Because, Actually, I don't know if gay men really have that stigma attached to having sex toys. Maybe, maybe I'm generalizing as well. What, what's, Scully, do you have, a, well, do you have shame carrying that fucking weighty dildo that you got? Here's the thing. I do, I do feel I, I live in a little bit of a bubble where I'm just like, oh, like everyone just, everyone owns sex toys and it's talked about mm. in, in a positive way. And I, oh, that's great. I don't know. I don't think that a lot of, a lot of people would maybe talk about this sex toys the way we talk about sex toys, but we are bombarded with quite a lot of um, sexual imagery every single day. But I think it so, also might be to do with the fact that a lot of gay men, well, their sex toys are kind of more anal focused. And I suppose for yeah. straight men, it's more focused. It would be less so, right? What's your experience, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> you tell us because I I don't know any straight men in my life. <laughs> or if I, I do, they're a bit wayward anyway. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think if like I'm trying to th imagine any straight man I have I know I have I've had any straight man I know <laughs> that you've I'm had. the sex toy. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if they if they would own a sex toy. And I just like, I just don't think they would. What's your experience? What's, what's Hot Octopus findings on this matter? I mean, it's a really interesting question. And firstly, yes, absolutely. You know, if you look at the types of products, um, you know, that are, are, are more for the, for the gay 
industry uh, or the game market, then um, obviously anal toys are, are incredibly popular, whilst for the straight market, um, less so. And I say less so because um, you still... You st- we do still see that there is a market for anal toys, but it tends to be things like the prostate massages. Right. You know, we're looking at the the smaller vibrating plugs. You know, the the, the kind of the more kind of starter kit, uh, I guess, compared to the gay market. Where, as you know, Scully, I saw the side of that dildo. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine that selling to the to the straight market or us being very. Maybe you just haven't tried hard enough, Adam. Maybe you just yeah. haven't tried hard enough. <laughs> there we go. You know, I tell you what, if I that'll turn you into a man. Uh, that could be a great competition you know can you sell that you know we give you a thousand pounds if you can sell it to a get it to a straight man just make it like a like do a fantasy dildo thing or something you know that fantasy i'm i'm going right into something that i don't really know anything about fantasy football but make it sex toy and make it do like a fantasy dildo thing yeah it could be a whole league yeah Yeah. (laughs) football colors Uh, Oh dear! I'm yeah, just I'll saying. Let you guys ponder that uh, on, on your own. Do you know what? <laughs> that, that, that's one of the ones where I should have written it down when I had a really good idea. <laughs> but anyway, I I I I do think that there is. I don't know if there's. I think men generally there's a whole stigma attached to like not being able to get yourself and your partner off, and this this feeling of like. I don't know, is it, I don't want to say competitive, but it's it's almost though that you're less than if you can't do it. So I think that these kind of toys actually help. And I wish that maybe there was a little bit more empowerment for men to be able to explore yeah. their sexuality a bit more. I think a lot of people probably feel quite emasculated at the idea of they couldn't not being able to get themselves up or their partner. But Okay, so look, I'm in the market for... A sex toy so you're gonna have to help me and i think you're gonna have to help scully as well navigate because the one thing that i do really love about your website as well is at the bottom you get to compare all the different vibrators and you've got a really good like table about like kind of figuring out what it is that you want whether you want hands-free whether you want something that has bluetooth like magnetic charging like a remote there's all sorts of things and you can kind of figure out yeah that one's perfect for me so Adam, you're going to have to help me. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> when I started, we, we had one pulse. Now we have uh, a five in the range. Uh, and then we have our different kind of a vibrators. And I think when you, you know, when you first come uh, onto our website or into the world of, as I call them, vibrators, inverted commas, you know, there's, it's, 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 it's a bit of a minefield. And to work out what one does and the other one doesn't and what you're after, you know, it does require some education. So that's something we were you know, really aware of and, and something we, we really want to make available to anyone to come in. So they make sure they get exactly the toy that they're looking for. Um, I mean, when it comes to recommending, it's it's a difficult one because all of our toys are bloody great, if I do have to say so myself. <laughs> well, I, okay, so I'm a single person in my house by myself. Um, and I, not, well, you said that you, like, good old righty, I'm a lefty. Not, yeah. not with anything else apart from masturbating. <laughs> Honestly, when I was about 15, I decided that I was going to switch hands because I just wanted to see if I could. Never look and back. And then never look back. So, but it's good. <laughs> it's handy because if I'm, you know, I can jerk myself off. <laughs> do but two then, things at once. Yeah, well, it's true. Thank you. <laughs> she gets Being things productive. done. Multitasking. <laughs> no, but all in honesty, and, and I'm a quite a nipple person so it's good to kind of use the other thing for for my nipples or you know if i've got someone else here 
you know, yeah, yeah. to have them as well. So what would you recommend for a solo person like myself who enjoys such activities? Well, for a solo person, it has to be either our pulse or our jet. You know, pulse is pulse is 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 the 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 our flagship uh, line, and that was what 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 created Hot Octopus. It has you know all of the real medical tech in there, and and it really is you know another another level uh, compared to anything else that is out there. So I first go with pulse. You know, if, if you're new to this, it's the you know it's the Rolls Royce of 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 our line. Uh, we have the pulse essential. We have the pulse solo lux, which is the one that includes remotes, and we'll soon have a, a pulse solo interactive, which has an interactive chip, and you can start linking it up to 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 watching content and having a toy um, uh, react to whatever content. Oh, really? Is in there. So, that's interesting. So that that's that's all happening in the next few months. Um, but we have a sort of a lower price point because Pulse is an expensive product. It is a, a real piece of tech kit. We have Jet, which is which is also a really got a really cool piece of kit in it. And it's another penis toy. It's another vibrator. So it goes onto your friend, you let you turn it on and it vibrates the hell out of it so that you can you can have an amazing orgasm. And Jet has two motors, and one's a treble motor, one's a bass motor. Um the treble gives you this kind of high frequency tweeter type uh, vibrations, whilst the, the the bass gives you the kind of sensations that you have when you're standing next to a subwoofer those really deep oscillations uh, yeah. those oscillating kind of vibrations and and jet also works on vibrations and there's a great penis toy so you know being on your own i would very much recommend going down those that, that kind of route um as uh one thing that you mentioned earlier is is, is which i wanted to jump on is to cock rings and, and you kind of what was the great term that you used i it said was, they uh, were accoutrement <laughs> yes accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> which Definitely wasn't rehearsed yesterday. No, <laughs> at all. I didn't. I didn't think of it yesterday and decided to repeat it and told Scully to laugh at my joke when I said it again. Um, and I think that um, uh, I think for, for, for standard cockrings that really is true. Um, however, what we've created is is the Atom Plus. Okay. Um, you, for, you know, unfortunately, your podcast you can't see this, but but for for the, for, for the benefit of Sandy and Scully, I'm holding it up here. And the great thing about um, the Atom Plus is it does something that no other Cochrane does and it provides uh, the usual vibrations on the top of the shaft but it has a second vibration motor that is built into the base of the unit so you basically put your balls through the, the, the toy the second motor goes under your balls so uh, it, 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 so it vibrates against your uh, against your taint whilst you still get the vibrations on the top so what you get is this amazing perineum stimulation uh, at the same time as getting these the, these amazing vibrations on the top of the shaft. So this is really a Rolls Royce for cock rings. The ergonomics are amazing because once you have it on, you can be completely Oh yeah, it's plastic. pretty stretchy, isn't it? Moves it's around. on, so it's completely, but it means that you can, you know, if you're at a, you know, if you're at a party, a sex party, and you're walking around, you haven't got a, a hard on the whole time, the toy can stay on and you're still getting these really luxurious vibrations uh, uh, to the perineum. I tell you what, I would, I would certainly notice that if clearing up full fetish if that was left on the floor. But like, I'm having that one. I'm like, that's winching that one under the tap. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's a really great, great toy, as I said, because you, know, you don't have to have an erection to wear it. You can wear it, and when you're hard, you're hard, and when you're not, you're not, and it still sits and, and does exactly what it's meant to do. And um, Scully, you're living at home. Well, not living at home. I keep on saying that phrase. Oh, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> not, everyone lives at home. Yeah. You're yeah. at home. I'm living with, with my parents with my massive dildo chest. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're with your partner during um, this lockdown. I, what would what kind of what would you need out of a toy? 
<laughs> um, something that we could maybe play together with, but also something maybe, I mean, we've been in lockdown together for a year, so he's probably sick of looking at me. So <laughs> something I can use in the bath or the shower when I'm by myself would, because a lot of your, a lot of your products are like shower proof and, and bath yeah every, well, every, everything except for jet is is waterproof and we're coming up with actually the jet air which is the the you know the real um uh, i guess the, the 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 flagship version that doesn't have any any wires doesn't have a control unit it's all inbuilt in the toy um and that will uh, be completely waterproof but um, i guess scully uh, you know we we haven't ever done uh, an anal toy at hot octopus and it's just mm. we've had so many products uh, in the pipeline we haven't got onto it but we will be very very shortly with, um, with with a new product which we're calling Plex P L E X and um, Plex is a anal probe it's a, it's, an, uh, it's, a, it's an anal plug but what it has is our treble and bass technology so you have these two motors in there a treble motor and a bass motor so you can have all these different kinds of vibration you can have the treble motor which gives you these high frequency vibrations you could turn it off and have the bass motor which gives you you know, a really bassy vibrations, and then you can put it on together, and you can experience the kind of the symphony of the treble and bass combining. Uh, and I think this will be a real, real, real killer product for the for the game market. Nice. Uh, and that will be released in the summer, and it'll be Plex with treble and bass technology. It's our first anal toy, and from uh, feedback so far, it's going to be a smash. Oh, <laughs> Some, something to watch out for. Lovely. I would love to connect um, my toys to like my music playlist. A Spotify playlist with the toy would be amazing. That would be, that's the future for me. If I can, no, absolutely. if I could hook it up so, to a playlist, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, this is it. So you'll have, you'll, you'll have Plex with the treble and bass motors. It will link an app and the app will tell you when the treble comes on, when the bass. Yeah, really, yeah, really, that'd really, be great. It's a part, a party, your you know, party you have to get out some heavy metal <laughs> albums. Quite literally, quite literally. <laughs> Um, okay, look, let's, let's, I want to talk a little bit finally about where do we think this is all going to end up? Where, what's the future of this whole industry of sex tech? What's the future of Hot Octopus as well? Oh, well, if only I knew the answer to that one. We are taking one step at a time. Um, <laughs> sex robots? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I've, uh, we're doing an interactive toy, so I, I've, I've been tying out a VR porn for the for the very first oh, time. Oh wow! And a oh, wow is right for someone who's been doing it analog the whole life, the whole time. I have not <laughs> realised what I've been missing out on. So, um, I mean, look, you know, going for it, it is it is the fully immersive experience, mm. I guess, that that we're moving towards. What that exactly means, I'm not entirely sure. You know, we are talking a kind of VR experience where what you see, you're immersed into. What you hear, feels like you're there. Yeah. And then I guess you know, having I guess you know, full body suits, that kind of thing, where where you really do feel 100% immersed into the experience. Um, robots, yes. Um, Again, you know, it, it it is fully immersive because it is in the real world. You have a, you have a robot there doing everything for you. I guess it'd be more like cyborg, I should imagine, than than the term robot because you wanted to to look and feel like a real person. That's kind of where where we're going towards. But a real person that does exactly what you want and doesn't get upset when you when when when, when you do things they don't like, so to speak. So, um, but I, I'm, I'm well, not in, sure. Well, in, in the kink community, that's just the slave. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> so, so I guess 
my best guess is I, I'm not sure about the kind of the robot side of things, even though you know that market is developing at a very quick rate, and it's amazing to see what these what these what these cyborg interactive kind of dolls do. But one thing I'm pretty sure about is the kind of fully immersive experience, such as VR body suits that then vibrate and do things to touch. I can definitely see things going that way, 100%. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think the next step for me is a full, like I like the thought of a fully immersive environment, but just, just music for me. I could have a blindfold <laughs> music and strap me up to a lovely, um, a toy, a vibe, like one of your toys that basically vibrates to the music. I'm there because yeah. I'm a music person. So that would, that would be the Love future for me. What about you, Scully? Um, I think, um, more that there's like more likely to be sort of a shift in culture. Um, yeah. and I think like, I do think, um, like these hot, the hot octopus products, like, I mean, how they, how they look, how, and they feel the, like the quality of them, as you met sort of touched upon this earlier, has moved away from this, the vulgarity of like going into like a sex shop and getting like a crude dildo. And I think actually the more products that come about like that, the more people are likely to engage with them. And I think that ends up changing kind of how people view sex and how people view stim stimulation. And I think actually that's kind of what is going to change more. Yeah. So that's a really good. Yeah, Scully, I completely agree with you. We've already seen it moving from sex toys to sexual health. You know, we yeah. have we're yeah. a sex toy company. We, we, we create sexual health products. Uh, and I think that narrative, that momentum is going, only going to keep building. Um, and um, it's to do with the mainstream being happy to cover these things in more and more detail and more and more description, you know, and, and discussing them for what they are, which isn't some vulgar products, but but as, as ways of making us happier and healthier. Uh, and we're already seeing that happening. And I see that narr narrative con continuing. Um, and that's the way, you know, Scully, you're right. You're absolutely right. And the more that happens, the more destigmatized that everything will become and the more comfortable people will be around discussing these and the more normalized they'll become. So yeah, it's it's a great time to be producing these these uh, these products and just seeing how the world is shifting with us and not against, against us anymore. Um, yeah, and it's just a joy to be part of and just seeing the world maturing you know, uh, and, and moving forward in a more inclusive and, and open-minded and educated way. And it's great. Amazing. Thank you, Adam, so much for joining us today and taking the time to talk all about Hot Octopus. Guys, make sure you go to hotoctopus.com. That's octopus with two S's um, to kind of figure out where you want to start with your pleasure journey. Adam, is there anything else that you'd like to tell the good people at home? <laughs> oh what to say just yeah just 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 keep an eye on us because uh you know as a brand we are developing all the time uh, in terms of our content and the educational messages that we put across but most importantly the cool products that we make um we have a pipeline of, of we're so lucky a lot of a lot of sort of sex toy brands struggle with what their next product's going to be you know our cup runneth over we, we we struggle to prioritize what we got what we're going to do next um real innovations coming up real kind of um spins of on, on what's already available, but to a whole nother level. Um, uh, so yeah, keep keep an eye if you want to see what's what's happening at the forefront of sex tech, I guess. Amazing. Guys, check out hotoctopus.com for more information and start your journey in reinventing your pleasures. <laughs> <laughs>